The delicious ice-cold taste of Dr. Pepper has a lasting effect on people. Lindsay from Sacramento said, Pro tip, 40 degrees is the perfect temperature for an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Why is 40 degrees the perfect temperature for Dr. Pepper? We brought in Sue from Duluth, Minnesota to tell us. Oh yeah, I know a thing or two about cold. Oh, that right there is the perfect kind of ice-cold for Dr. Pepper. Mm, I'd share that with my friend Nancy. She likes Dr. Pepper too, you know. My cold is... All right, that'll be all, Sue. Having a perfect temperature for your Dr. Pepper, it's a Pepper thing. Inspired by real fan posts. I think that the weekend was a high noon uh, for the president in the sense that, uh, you know, the, we were expecting the report of the Integrity Commission and the, the committee and the, and, and, and the NEC was meant to deal with its implications. Um, it seems to me that despite some of the reported confrontation during the meeting, um, the president appears to have actually survived. And in fact, if I was looking at his body language and the posture of uh, uh, the content of his uh, speech, it appears that he's, he, he, he continues on the uh, bullish path uh, to borrow from stock uh, and market language. Um, so so he's, he appears firmly in control. And I think what's remaining uh, in terms of critical uh, events is the work of the Electoral Committee and what it makes of the candidate nominations that have taken place, given the new framework of rules that they have, uh, you know, provided. The the speech itself, I think it was uh, an interesting one. Uh, You know, many people are expecting either a resignation speech or a speech um, that was going to be about the tensions in the NEC uh, and the media, obviously, looking forward to asking questions on that. Uh, But we'll see today and during the course of the day, by the way, if there's any outcome from the meeting which is contrary to the, uh, you know, uh, ultimate uh, approach, uh, sorry, results and outcome that the president conveyed in his statement yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, the ANC Integrity Committee has distanced itself from the draft progress report, which has been leaked to the media, but it reportedly paints an unfortunate picture of how the Palapala saga has affected and further divided the party. What are your thoughts on how the meeting may have approached this issue? There's no doubt about the, uh, the that the Palapala issue brings the party, the president, into disrepute, um, and 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 it meets criteria, in my view, which in an ordinary democracy should allow a person to say, um, look, let me allow whatever processes to take take their course. And then, uh, uh, and not embroil the office of the president in a scandal. However, in terms of the rules that the Integrity Commission uh, was given and the guideline for, you know, stepping aside, the, the, there could only be an outcome that is contradictory in the sense that they can acknowledge that it, uh, you know, they could acknowledge that the scandal brings the party into disrepute. But that's as far as they can go, because this doesn't yet meet the criteria for stepping aside, which is a formal charge. And that goes that shows the flawedness of that guideline. 
The issue of the renewal of the African National Congress keeps coming up in discussions. Uh, do you think that the ANC even have a plan in how they are going to bring that renewal to the party? Yeah, so the other thing, sorry, before I get that, yeah. uh, the, uh, just for completeness' sake on the Palapala issue, I think it's appreciated that the president has started to speak about Palapala and the various uh, details of it, as reported by those that got wind of what the president said. Um, and, 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 and while it gives some perspective in terms of how he sees things, there's still a number of questions that remain unanswered with respect to, for example, why choose stashing instead of banking the money, and also uh, the underhanded, the extent of his responsibility in the underhanded dealings of his security director, and lastly, whether there's been contravention of uh, foreign, foreign currency exchange laws in the country. And I think that that's some, some of those things that need to a, a cross-examination platform in order to establish what the truth is and what the culpability of the president is. Mm-hmm. You were asking about renewal. I think that um, the, the ANC has been grappling with this issue for some time. I'm quite... Uh, I'm happy to say President Ramaphosa has, I think, been able in the last uh, five years, notwithstanding the stalemate, notwithstanding the slow manner of taking action, to be able to actually deliver on a posture of the the, the state that is intolerant of uh, uh, corruption and is beginning to act on it, and, and also at the party level, has for the first time uh, resulted in people, you know, who, who, who had been formally charged actually stepping aside. So those are gains which, in my view, in order for them to continue, they need somebody who does not come, uh, they need the politics of the ANC to be forced out of this generation that has been engaged yes. in wars for over 30 years, mm-hmm. internal wars. And, and and have a new generation of people that can or that are looking forward to actually yes. contribute to South Africa, not uh-huh. those that think they contributed in the back in the struggle days, uh-huh. and all they do is entitlement to benefits and democracy.